Guess what? You're client number 151 to them. To me, you're client number one. I'm focusing all my time on you. To them, you're just another client, you're just another number. But to me, you're my priority. And having that way of thinking and actually delivering, not just talking it, but actually delivering it is huge. And I think uh, people start building a respect and trust with you that they'll, we, we have like tons of return uh, customers because of that. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes, but if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. What's up, Real Estate Rockstar Nation? It's today's hosts, Matt O'Neill and Adam Roach. What's up, Real Estate Rockstar Nation? Boy, do we have a special dude on the docket for today, Matt. Who do we have? What, what's going on? Today we have got a billion dollar agent. Billion! Eric Benime, he is selling a billion a year. A billion a year. And, and what we're going to do on the podcast today, is we he's going to share with you how he's doing it. And Matt, man, what an incredible dude this guy is. Listen in, gang, because he's going to teach you all about how to build relationships with developers. And not only build these relationships with developers, but also help them understand the marketplace related to, uh, well, his knowledge of the marketplace. Matt, it's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. And he's going to talk to you about how he's making $20 million a year in commissions and keeping $6 million a year in profit. One more thing. He taught us a secret script on how yeah. to beat the biggest agent in your market every time. Excited for today's day. Super excited. Hey, you got to listen for that secret script. Pause the podcast, write it down, and then unpause it and keep listening to Eric because he crushes today's podcast. So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reed, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level? Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10-hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses 
all five star rated, only ninety seven bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over ten thousand dollars. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat, $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com, futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Hey, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Today we have got an amazing guest, the billion dollar man, oh, Eric. A billion. a billion dollars in annual sales and the agent that is responsible for it, Eric Benign. Hey, before we bring Eric on the show, I wanted to introduce today's host, myself, Matt O'Neill, and my very good friend, Adam Roach. Adam. Yo, here I am. Wait, hey. can we go back to that b -b -b billion? Oh, I'm super excited for this, man. Yeah, today is going to be fire. So Adam and I are, uh, are good friends with the creator of Real Estate Rockstars podcast, Pat Hyben. Mr. Pat, Pat, actually, Pat lives in our town. And Eric, it, and, and, uh, Adam, how, you, you've known Pat longer than me. So how, how did you meet Pat? So let's see here. I met Pat actually through the group that you and I belong to called Go Abundance. I met him in, when was it? 2014, I believe it was, somewhere in Colorado. We were all getting the goods in the woods, skiing, and I think we were masterminding actually with Robert Kiyosaki that year. It was really, really cool, and so I got to know uh, Pat really well, and now he lives in our backyard. Really cool. Yeah, so I, I, I'm going to the gym at 5 a.m. every <laughs> morning, and there's one dude that beats me there every morning, and it's Adam Roach, and we didn't know. Pat? Oh, no, it wasn't. You know, you know, well, Pat, Pat's in good shape, but... Every morning you would be at the gym. I'd get there at 5 a.m. And we ended up just one day I was like, dude, we're the only two people in this gym every day. You want to work out together? Mm -hmm. And uh, we started a great friendship, Adam and I, at that point. And Adam was like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm going up to Aspen or wherever you were going. And I'm hanging out with Robert Kiyosaki and Pat Hyben and all these amazing people. You should come with me. And uh, four years later, I said, let's do it. He did. He did. And that's how I met that's how I met Pat Hyben, and uh, that's how Adam and I started working together. And now here we are, hosting Real Estate Rockstars, about to bring on a billion-dollar-a-year agent. And it's going to be an incredible, incredible interview. Hey, before we do that, Matt, do you remember back in the day when we were working out? Let's give, let's give the audience a little, a little visual here. We worked out in a gym that might have been how many square feet do you think it was? Yeah, it's about the size of a normal living room. <laughs> if that. And, and it was back in the days of the beach body where they were on the DVDs and I would bring my laptop in and we would put it on the, um, the dumbbell area and we would open it up and put the DVD in and we would do our workout with the laptop on the dumbbells when no one else was in the gym. Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sean T and, and Sean T. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. Well, Hey, I'm super excited about Eric today. You ready to bring him in? Well, you know, I, People may not know this, but Adam, the reason why you're qualified to be a host on this podcast is that you grew a real estate office yourself from 360 million to 800 million in just four years time. And I, and I don't think people who are here listening to Real Estate Rockstars know what a rock star you are to be host here. Well, I appreciate that, Matt. But hey, listen, why don't we give it right back to you? I mean, where were you four years ago? We were doing what, about 
Forty million dollars in sales, if right. that. And where'd you finish last year? Two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. So hey, listen, buddy, I appreciate that, and that's why you're a rock star host on on Real Estate Rockstars too. Well, and now and now let's go ahead and be, and bring on the guy that beat both of us, both of us, but not combined, not combined, Matt. And that's yeah. why we're the host here, and that's why he is <laughs> being interviewed. That's right. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's uh, let's bring on our guest today, the billion dollar man, Eric Benign. Hey guys, how are you? Thank you for having me. Eric, thanks for being here, man. We're super excited. Hey, thanks. Eric, to get started, let's just let's just tell have the, you tell the audience about yourself. Uh, sure. So I started my uh, my firm uh, about almost twelve years ago. I started a company at the time based in Long Island City. I'm a Queens boy, born and raised in Queens my whole life. Uh, I've been in the business for nineteen years. And about 2005, 2006, uh, I was a Manhattan agent. And about 2005, 2006, I kind of realized that nobody was really focusing on Queens and especially Long Island City, Queens. And I decided to make this my niche. Uh, and since then, I've, I've started my firm. I've, we have a 70% market share over here. Uh, so, uh, wait, 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 Eric. I don't know if people might have heard that. What percent market share? It's seven. Seven. Seventy percent. Seven zero. Seven zero. Seven zero percent of the market chooses to work with you. And you said something else. You said you you niched to get rich. Exactly. I niched <laughs> to get rich. And so, by 2018, actually, uh, my neighborhood, Long Island City, was named the fastest growing neighborhood in America. And so uh, we've, we've been growing with this neighborhood. We, we work with a lot of developers and we do about a billion dollars a year in transactions. Wow. Well, That's and let's get into those numbers here. Sure. How, how, many, how many homes or units is that a year to sell a billion? So, so far uh, this year, uh, we've probably sold somewhere between, sorry, when I mean this, 2019, I should say, I'm still in the 2019 mind frame. So in 2019, we sold, I think, just under 700 units. Wow. That's awesome. Man, that's great. And then, so we, we knew that the gross volume was a billion for those 700 units. And then what was the gross commissions and what was the profit margin? So gross commissions is probably in the $20 million range. And then profit margin is probably 25 to 30% of that. That's super strong. That's amazing. That's really, really strong. So that's, that, you know, that's looking like $6 million in profit a year, roughly? Yeah, in gross profit, yeah. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Thank that's you. amazing. That's awesome. Uh, what, what, what percent of your business is listings versus buyers? I would think, again, probably anywhere from 70 to 80%. So we work with developers. Uh, so we usually get the listing, the, the, the project, uh, before it's even built. So we have a pipeline now. So we have a pipeline for the next three years of about maybe six, 7,000 units. So we already know next year, this year we're putting online X amount of units. Next year we're putting online X amount of units. So we kind of like know what our pipeline is already. And that kind of, we, we we're able to also project how many sales we're going to do, sales or rentals. Hey, Eric, let me ask you a question around that. Because again, a lot of our listeners, uh, that's a great strategy to go out and get into a relationship with, with a developer. Is yeah. that is uh, you is that is that specific to New York or would you suggest that people do that all over the country? I, I would suggest people do that 
all around the country. And there's other markets now that are kind of like picking up what we do here in New York, like Miami and LA and, and a lot of those kinds of markets. It's, you know, we're the ones, the agents are the ones who are selling the product. We're the ones who are getting the feedback from the buyers, what they like, what they don't like. But if something is too big or too small or whatever kind of kitchens, if you take that information and you provide that to a developer or a builder or whatever and tell them, listen, this is what the market wants. They want this many rooms and this is the size of rooms you can make them and this is the types of kitchens you want. That's valuable information that'll help that builder or developer build something that'll sell quicker and also get more money. So that knowledge is, is, is super valuable and it's what we pride ourselves on. So let me make sure I heard you right. So you help the developer based on what the market statistics are selling or are saying, and you go to them and say, hey, listen, here's what's selling. Maybe you should build this. Is that right? Correct. So we have like a research team now and we track every single deal, every single project not just in this market, but other markets. So we know who our competitors are also. And we could say, okay, well, this, this month we sold, I don't know, 51 bedrooms. So sure. the one bedroom market is moving, right? And we could say, well, you know what? We see a, and one bedroom people are coming from students, students who are renting, for example. Now they want to buy or maybe their parents are giving them a deposit or whatever. So we're seeing a trend in students buying. So maybe when you're planning your project, maybe put more one bedrooms. And, you know, we don't think that you should make one bedrooms this big. They should be smaller. So if they're smaller, you're, you're able to build X amount of square feet. That means you could build more one bedrooms, basically, or whatever it is. Uh, and that's kind of like, that's kind of like what makes us stick apart from our competitors. I love it. And I'd like to dive in deeper on this too, because uh, that, the, getting in touch with developers and, or builders so, so in some markets, they're not going to be developing giant condo complexes, uh, but they may be building neighborhoods. How did, you, how, did you, how did you start that process? How did you start to get in, set the appointments, find the developers, and, and start building these relationships? I, well, we start, started about 11 years ago uh, when we, had, we hired our first intern, and I had to keep this intern busy. And I was like, okay, what do I got to do? I got like stressed. I got like, I got to keep her doing things. I was like, you know what? Why don't you create like a market report? So she just took all the deals we did and she's like, okay, this is how many ones, twos, threes we sold. This is what price we started doing it. And we had a handful at the time. And I just started like sending it out to everybody I knew. And all of a sudden I started getting calls and people were like, wow, so you know this information. I'm looking to build something. What do you suggest? Uh, and using press, I mean, I, I strongly believe in PR and just getting the word out there of this little market report, which started small, it's now something that banks and lenders and investors, they come to us uh, because they won't want developers come to us and they tell us, listen, I need your info, I need your data, I need your information to help get an investor or a bank on board or whatever. And that information is really valuable. And the banks, they come to us all the time. They're like, listen, we wanna give money to this guy but uh, we want to know our money is secured and he's doing this. I'm like, well, you got to make an introduction. I'm happy to give information. Uh, and they make the introduction and I start working with the developer and that's kind of like how it works. And now it's a lot of referrals because we've had a lot of successes. So we had a lot of, a lot of repeat business that uh, developers refer other, their developer friends to us, uh, architects who work with us have good experiences. So they refer their clients to us only because they want to make a good product and they know if they work with us, they'll make a good product. And that's kind of like how we've been able to grow our business. Genius. Wow. Yeah. Genius. I mean, to send a newsletter to developers, I mean, it's, it's, it's on what to do as genius. 
Thanks. <laughs> on, Matt, can we can we go back? This b- 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 billion makes sense now, right? Yeah. Yes, yes awesome. I, I love it. Tribeofmillionaires.com. Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now, I've just written a book, and it's just been published. Co-authored it with David Osborne, who's been on this show multiple times. If you don't know David, he is one of the top execs at Keller Williams Real Estate. Was personally mentored for the last two decades by Gary Keller himself. And he's in all kinds of businesses. His bio and explanation and everything is in this book. But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires. And I guarantee you, it's going to change your life. To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please I need you to pull out your pointing finger, yes, the one finger that points at people, and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings, and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on the million-dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get, so please subscribe. And listen... There's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that, too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. So that that's the number one source of your business, it sounds like, correct, is developers and builders? Yep. And we just went into how you get into that business. What, what do you think that somebody who's in, in a different market who might be listening to this, what do you think they could do today to start working with developers and builders if they had to start from scratch? I mean, I think this, I, I'm a good example because we were a, a tiny neighborhood at the time. No one even heard of us. And just owning it. You know, you have some people who are like, oh, especially in New York City, oh, they want to work on the fancy stuff in like Manhattan or wherever, right? I'm like, no, I want to own where I am. And I own this market. And uh, wherever you are, if you're in Colorado or Kentucky, right, just own the market you're in and know everything about that market and who the buyers are 
Uh, and if you can take that information and package it nice, make a nice report, and be able to sell it yourself as an expert of that market to a builder. Maybe it's somebody who's doing a, a single family home as like a spec home. So you can give them the right information to build that right spec home. And if you're selling, you get money for him where more money for him than he thought he can get. Guess what? He's going to build more spec homes. And the contractor who's building it is going to see the job and how you're involved. He's going to start recommending people to you. So just taking what you own and that information, be able to package it nice and selling it is huge, I think. And so let's, go, let's dive into package it nice because uh, there's going to be a lot of people who are listening to this saying, I want to do exactly what he's saying. What, what do you mean by package it nice? What, what, would, uh, what would that look like to somebody? Oh, that's probably like wrapping paper, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just make some really fancy looking pie charts and graphs and make it sound like you really know what you're talking about. Eventually you will, right? Because, you know, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing and I was winging it most of the time. And I, I, I learned from actually doing, and I strongly believe in that. Uh, I didn't go to college or anything, uh, so it's not like I went to architectural school or planning school or anything like that. I learned as I went, and I became an expert as I went. And doing that and growing that business that way is huge. And how often do you think it would be a good idea to publish this data? So we do it every quarterly. Yep. And but we have and we we give like I guess. Simple information that we publish quarterly, and it's anything from sending it to local blog, right, mm -hmm. to just creating your own like little uh, e-blast of people who you know, sending it to the banks or anybody like that, architects in the neighborhood who maybe you don't know, but just call them up and be like, hey, I have this information. If you're building a spec house or an apartment building or whatever, here's some information that might help you out. And getting it out that way, um, I think you'll, you'll see returns really soon. Man, you know what I love that I just heard Eric say is so many realtors that listen uh, are ready, aim, 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 fire type people, right? And what I heard Eric say is he, he, he was ready and he just fired and then he started aiming. Yeah. Yeah. And you took action, man. You took action. That was incredible. And clearly it's showing now in your, in your production. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and I, you know, I'd love to. I'd love to dive a little bit into what you're spending on, and I'm sure staff is a big piece of it. Yep. But as as we as we look at that spend, and it from 20 million in commission income to six million in profit, you've got 14 million a year in spend. What what's the breakdown? Where where does that money typically go? Staff, office space, uh, marketing. We do a lot of events. We do just. I mean, various types of things. It's just, what do you call it? I, I like to present myself very nicely. And listen, I know I'm not the biggest company in New York City, but I'm still competing with the biggest companies in New York City. So if they're doing whatever they're doing, I gotta, my stuff has got to look killer because I got to outspend them. I got to out, what do you call it, maneuver them. And I got to make my stuff look way better than them. And I, my, my pitch is very easy. My pitch is, I'm happy to share my pitch. My pitch is, you know, you're the biggest, you're dealing, I know you're meeting with the biggest company in the city, whatever that company or whatever, whoever that bigger company is in your, whatever market you're in. But guess what? You're client number 151 to them. To me, you're client number one. I'm focusing all my time on you. To them, you're just another client. You're just another number. But to me, you're my priority. 
and having that having that uh, way of thinking and actually delivering, not just talking it, but actually delivering it uh, is huge. And I think uh, people start building a respect and trust with you that they'll, we, we have like tons of return uh, customers because of that. That was a killer line. Thank and you. a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast are early in their real estate career and they are going up against the agent that's been doing it 19 years, selling a billion a year like you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they'd say, I know that you're interviewing the, you know, these guys who are bigger, but you're just a number to them. You're number 151 to them. But to me, you're client number one. Man, good, no, good nugget. Great nugget. That was a killer takeaway. So let's, let's talk about some stuff that you're excited about. I know that you said that you've got a podcast that you are, you're, you're launching. Tell us a little bit about the podcast. Yeah, so we're about to launch our podcast in about two weeks. It's called See You in Queens, uh, Queens Q&S. Uh, so it's going to be on iTunes or wherever else you get a podcast from. Uh, and it's going to be everything about Queens. So not just real estate. We have uh, politicians. We have business owners. We have uh, uh, restaurant people. Uh, we're going to have artists, uh, just various types of people on the podcast who are a part of it. We have like, uh, we started it off with somebody who's running against uh, the senator who killed the Amazon deal. So we were in a neighborhood that became famous because Amazon chose us as for their new headquarters, the HQ2. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, they pulled out after three months. And it was because of several politicians and because of that, some other people who thrown their hat in the ring to primary them. So we have those people as guests. Uh, we're going to have real estate people, just a various type of people on the show. I love it. So the podcast is See You in Queens. Q&A. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. So people who are loving what they're hearing here, uh, definitely check Eric out on that podcast. Thank you. We're, we're moving into failures. Mm. Tell us about a failure that you've had that was painful at the time. But as you look back at it today, was actually a success or a learning experience? Sure. So I think probably our biggest failure was in probably 2011, we were on top of the world. And uh, we, con- we, we, at that time is when we really conquered this neighborhood and we thought we can conquer Brooklyn. And we opened up a, a 5,000 square foot office on the waterfront of Williamsburg. And unfortunately, it didn't really go as planned. Uh, we probably lost like a million dollars in that office. Uh, and we came in with big egos, <laughs> but we came in a, but we came in a blazing. We had like a coffee shop in our office space. And we spent like about a million dollars just building out that office. Mm. Right? And, uh, you know, it was just what he called it. We weren't the big guys that we were here. So it was hard to conquer. And unfortunately, we had to close that office. Um, but since then, it was a big learning experience. Not going to go into new markets unless I know I have a stable ground. We're about to actually go into a new market. So we're going into uh, Jersey City. Uh, so Jersey City and New Jersey is on the other side of the river. Uh, it's a booming area. Uh, we're only going in there because we have a pipeline now over there, new development projects. We have 1,800 units in the, pro- in the pipeline in Jersey City. Uh, and we're launching our first project in about a month. It's a 132-unit rental project over there. And we already assembled a team of five. Uh, and so we're growing that over there. And we already have, like, the pipeline of listings that can feed these five agents. And we'll grow that organically. So other, I probably would have 
if I probably uh, wouldn't have done that if I hadn't learned from uh, Brooklyn. Uh, I might have just opened up randomly wherever. Um, but because uh, Williamsburg office wasn't really that great for us, we decided to take our time. We've had our eye on Jersey City for about four years now, and we're about to make this move. So we're excited about it. So what I heard you say there was you, you winged it the first time. You yeah. lost a million bucks, which was, which was extremely probably painful. Yeah, very painful. <laughs> and then, and then you know, so again, I think this is great for our listeners to hear because you didn't go right away and try to do it again. You went back to where you were the king and stayed there for a while, right? And I think you say four more years, right? Before you launched, before you launched this one. And so you went deeper into where you were already king. And then once you started getting traction somewhere else, then you thought about expanding again. Is that right? Yep, that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. Because Matt, a lot of agents these days, they think they can go expand real fast. They think they can go duplicate themselves real fast. That's not always the case. And clearly, Eric just told us a million dollar loss. No, no, it's not, not, definitely not fun. And you know, some, some agents, they see, you know, they see other agents on TV or read about them or whatever, and they're like, oh, I could be that person. Uh, and maybe they want to work in a nice big city or whatever the case may be. But, you know, if you're an expert in your area and you're just the king of that area, that's nothing to be ashamed of. And that's something to be proud of, actually. So I'd rather have a big pie, a big piece of a pie of a smaller area than be a speck of something big where I'm actually a number. And now I'm like, you know, people are coming to me because I have a huge share over here uh, is the reason they want to list with us. You know, our, our agents, these bigger companies, they go and they have huge pitch packages and they come with their comps and all that stuff. Our agents just go into the listing with a resale or whatever, an owner, and they just literally say, we're worth modern spaces. And the owners are like, where do I sign? Because they know uh, we have, we dominate this market over here. That's yeah, right. seven, seven out of, of all 10 homes are sold by you. Yes. If you bought or rented a home in the last seven or eight years in Long Island City, there was a 70% chance you bought it through us. <laughs> That's, That's huge. So what, what advice would you give to a rookie agent? Like what advice would you give to yourself as a rookie agent now with everything you know now? What would you tell yourself when you were starting? Uh, when I first started, I was... Again, I wasn't focused. I didn't have a niche and I was just everywhere. I was showing walk-up rentals on the Upper East Side to like crappy apartments in the East Village to like anything and anywhere, trying to pitch things that was way above what I was able to do at the time. And I only started actually being successful, making money and uh, making a name for myself when I started focusing on a niche. Mm -hmm. And getting rich off a niche is not, that, not bad. Uh, and uh, I definitely dominated uh, this market over here. And uh, that I would just do that. Just pick a niche, whatever it is. Maybe you're the single family king or queen, or maybe uh, you, you want to, if you're in, in Colorado, maybe they have, I don't know, mountain houses on the mountain or ranches or whatever it is over there. Just pick that spe specific uh, type of niche, focus on it, and be laser focused on it and just kill it. And then grow from there, but kill it. Yeah, I love that. And, and part of this, and I'll just add to it based on the story you've told us, part of killing it in that niche is knowing the data in that niche better than everybody. Yeah. 
totally. so, that, so that you can communicate that data out that you really are the expert in that niche so that people want to work with you there. Yeah, exactly. So um, last question here, uh, and, unless Adam, you have something else to ask, but if you had a magic pill that could remove one source of pain from your business right now, what would it be? Wow. If I had a magic, what would that one pain be? What would be the pain you would remove? What would be the pain I would remove? That's a really, t that's a really tough one. It, you know what it is? It's now we're, it's, it's very, because we, we were uh, in the limelight because of Amazon. So in the last year, I probably had like three or four different competitors coming to this neighborhood. Uh, and everyone's trying to come at the king. And so I would probably, I would probably try to capture more market share. And there were probably some mistakes I made where uh, I came in and I, didn't, I turned down business maybe because it was too small or maybe I just didn't want to deal with the person. Uh, and I probably would just take it just to capture as much market share as possible. Uh, and that's probably what it would be. It would just be like, uh, if I could do certain things over again, I would probably, one of the mistakes I did when I first opened up, I didn't hire a PR agency to give myself PR. And I didn't really think of PR and press. And I probably didn't do that until like year two or three. And if I would have done that from like year one, I probably would have been a lot bigger than I am now. I have to be, like my PR agency knows, I have to be literally on every single article that talks about this neighborhood, they need to mention me. And if I'm not in every article, that kind of like pisses me off, to be perfectly honest. And just focusing on the power of press uh, and the power of just getting yourself out there. And, you know, we, we do a lot of stuff with the community over here. And, you know, we're doing, a very, we do about 30 events a year with the community. When we do these events, we're not having a table with showing our listings. I really don't want, no one's coming to a party or a food festival, or whatever, to come talk to you about a listing. But if you just give out something with your brand on it and just like basically almost like brainwashing people, like this is the person, this is the person, this is the person, rather than having, like I see in people where they, where we're at an event and another competitor has a table and they have like a list of, they have a list of uh, all their listings. We are probably giving out like Frisbees or we're giving out like popcorn with our brand on the popcorn case or whatever it is what we're doing and we're just getting our brand out. So when people think of Long Island City, they think of modern spaces. So doing that and not just always thinking about the actual dollar and the closing, but just thinking about getting your name out there. Whereas somebody thinks of you, they think of whatever market you're in. Those are really important, I think. That was great. That was massive. You know, it's, Eric, I, I love that you went back and you said I would take even more market share. I mean, I mean, come on, seven out of ten homes, and you want more, and I love that because at the end of the day, it's so true. You got to go so deep. And I had a mentor tell me this one time. He said, "Go so deep in the space that you are that that knocks over your next domino of opportunity, not your energy and your persuasion." Right, mm -hmm. you go so deep in your space that it's going to knock over that next domino, not your energy and your persuasion. And and man, I, I want to have a conversation with you at the end of this year to see if you're at ninety percent. That'd be really cool. That's good. <laughs> That's our goal. <laughs> okay, good. Ninety percent. That is awesome. Well, Matt, what else do we have here? You know, I, I, I'm inspired, Eric. You you are you are an inspiration. You are a, a total badass. Or Better yet, a total real estate rock star. 
Thank mm-hmm. you so much for taking your time and, and being on the show today. I know, I know I got a lot out of it, and I'm sure our audience got a ton out of it. Absolutely. Hey, real quick. Hey, all of our listeners now, here's what we want to do. We want to help Eric get to that 90%. So, Eric, how do people send your referrals uh, in your dominated space? So you can reach me either at my email, eric, E-R-I-C, at modernspacesnyc.com, or find me on Instagram, Eric Benayim, at Eric Benayim, or on uh, Facebook or Twitter, at Eric Benayim. How do you spell your last name? B-E-N-A-I-M. Perfect. Thank you. 90%. Check this out. Thank you, man. All right. See you, Eric. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.